Podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. There's a change happening in the way we live, the way we work, the way we spend our money and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to The Ethical Evolution. The Ethical Evolution podcast is brought to you by Ethical Change Agency. I'm Bindi, I'm the founder, and my mission is to help ethical entrepreneurs and holistic healers to find their voice through spiritual coaching and podcasting. I'm honoured to bring you the stories of those who create change through healing, kindness, innovation, purpose, and spirit. Understanding that to create collective change, we need to be the change. It all begins with us. Lacey C. Clark exclamation, aka Ms. Phenomenal Everywhere, is the multifaceted personification of expressive art, rich culture, soulful global travel, and fierce femininity who inspires the masses. She inspires women of all backgrounds to stay true to self. Her beliefs in self-love and empowerment are reflected in her thriving brands, Phenomenally You, Phenomenal Everywhere and Sisters Sanctuary. Collectively, the brands impact the world by providing inspirational messages laced with self-esteem boosting content. In our conversation, Lacey and I discovered the media has a lot to answer for when it comes to women, that we need to take true care of ourselves and give ourselves space to breathe. I hope you enjoyed connecting with Lacey as much as I did. Welcome, Lacey, to The Ethical Evolution. Hi, Bendy. Thank you for having me. <laughs> now, I'm super excited to have you with me, uh, Ms. Phenomenal Everywhere. Please Hi. tell us who you are and what you do. My name is Lacey C. Clark, explanation point. And I am, I say I'm a creative empowerment personality. Um, I'm also an actress, a writer. So I kind of, and they call it multifaceted, but for the most part, my mission. So no matter how I come to my mission, my mission is about self-love and personal empowerment, specifically for women and girls. Love it, love it, love it. Now tell me more about the uh, the apostrophe that you have, um, sorry, the exclamation mark that you have at the, God, I got mixed up there for a second with my English, um, exclamation mark at the end of your name. Thank you for asking that. It's so funny because um, it's always an interesting story to share. I am, uh, I was in college and my late roommate, uh, she passed away. My late roommate, um, back in the day, you know, there was no internet. So like you had to find a way to stand out via paper. 
And so <laughs> we were actually like trying to, you know, craft a creative resume when I was in college. And it was like, you know, what kind of, what way can I stand out that kind of impersonates my, or encapsulates my personality? It's like, you know, you're really, really passionate and you're dynamic. And it's like, oh, you should put an explanation point after your name. And I was like, oh, let's do it. So at that point, it was like um, a way to, you know, capture attention. But also I think it definitely highlights kind of what I'm about, which is passion and 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 uh, excitement and um, liberation. So the, the exclamation point really is all of that to me. Yeah, maybe I should adopt that because I'm, I, I absolutely love that concept of exclamation marks everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, right. It's excitement. It's like, yes, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's almost like yelling at people but not. <laughs> right, right, right. But making sure that you're there. And I'm also, you know, again, I, I studied as an actress um, and a theatre person. So, you know, definitely was really important to stand out in that way too. Mm. So tell us a bit about, um, you know, the, the work that you do, particularly with young women um, that are starting out in college and trying to find their feet. Oh, good question. Um, so I... So I've been doing personal personal empowerment work for young women for over 20 years. And um, I've done it with various audiences. Um, Right now, the audience that I have a brand new product for is um, college and college bound girls. And the product is called Phenomenally You. And the intention of the product is to support young women in transitioning, making a healthy transition from high school to college, from girlhood to womanhood. Because as you know, that's a really major transition that I believe does not um, have enough support around it. Mm. Um, It prepares them socially and emotionally. So, of course, you know, you may have a really smart daughter and she may be really, you know, great in certain experiences. But when it comes down to those dynamics on campus, when you're talking about peer pressure and relationships and sexuality and all those things that come up as you transition from that girlhood, that girlhood of being in high school and being governed by your parents to transition into college and being governed or governing yourself is what the, the phenomenon you 8s empowerment system really supports young women in doing yeah and you know there's two sides of the coin isn't there in that um you know we get the book smarts but we don't get the street smarts you know like when we we get out into the big bad world it's like oh my god how do I deal with all this other stuff that they don't teach me about but then on the other side as a parent particularly as a mother you're like oh my god how do I support her through this knowing what I know and what I've been through Right. And the interesting thing about that is, you know, you now have to start to trust that what you gave her is going to kind of like, you know, last in those moments. But I think that, you know, she's going to be tested by things that are current that mom didn't have to go through. Mm. And so one of the S's that I have in the social and the um, in the ADS empowerment system is called social media. Mm. So we talk about and a mom, mom has her relationship with social media, but the daughter has another. Right. Mm. And we all know how powerful it is. And we all know that there could be a moment that happens with this young woman that can destroy her life. And is she, you know, conscious of that at all times? And so social media, the the S in social media talks about how young women can be cognizant of how to use social media to be a success, not only in college, but in life, but also how social media can also be a downfall. Mm. You know what I mean? How you can post the wrong thing and, you know, a recruiter or someone's watching you and it's like, oh, no, that's not the person I want to work with and say no. You know, so um, I think it's important that parents definitely still reiterate what they've been teaching their children all along. But this system is only a way to reinforce and also help her to navigate 
um, her own world, you know, as she like develops as a woman. Like, okay, so do I do I agree with that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or is that does that feel right for me as a young woman growing up um, in the world? So um, I think that this is what supports our parents. It supports them as well. Yeah. So what inspired you, Lacey, to even begin to to help other, you know, women through self-esteem issues and to actually be a powerful woman like yourself? Well, thank you, Wendy. Um, Wow. So when I was young, so this, so my company is called Sister Sanctuary. And so when I was young, um, I was very, very heavily influenced by the media. And I had a lot of um, cultural support. But as a young woman growing up, I grew up in North Philadelphia, in Philadelphia. So people like Jill Scott, people like Kevin Hart, people like uh, Bill Cosby. These mm. are this is the North Philadelphia area. Jasmine Sullivan, et cetera. Um, it was it was w- my mother was a really powerful figure in my life. Um, and I got some cultural support. However, what I saw in the media said, if you wanted to be a successful woman, it looked like this. Mm. And a lot of times it was sexual. Mm. You know, it was a sexual kind of, you know, um, presentation. You know, you need to know how to seduce, you know, as a young person. You know what I mean? This is what I was getting specifically through the music and media, et cetera. And so I would see young women coming after me. Like when I like got back, when I came back from college, I would see young women coming after me with the same struggles with, you know, is this what it's like to be? Should I? do this, don't need to wear this. Like, you know what I mean? Should they be talking to, should these men talk to me this way? Should I have greater respect for myself? Should I create balance? Like you know, all those things that I kind of grappled with as a young woman. And so I created my company, Sister Sanctuary. And then the intention was to create a sanctuary for young women to um, um, discover, uh, learn, um, and, and embrace self-love. That was the intention. Mm. And so I would do seminars and workshops and speaking engagements and, and summits, uh, you know, I have books and things of that sort that would cultivate the environment of self-love for women. I love it. Absolutely love it. And, uh, you know, in doing that, what kind of change have you seen in the women that you've worked with? Yeah, great question. Um, and so I, so the very first thing I started out doing was this, I call it an inner beauty party. It was actually a tea party. It was for women. Um, and the, 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 the structure of the event was really asking those like self-reflective questions. Right. So, um, you know, so we would have different conversations about body image and conversations about relationships with our mother and uh, mother, uh, mother, daughter relationships, father, daughter relationships. So we had these different kind of topics. And so um, faithful people who came, you know, were really asked those real questions and had a real conversation with other intergenerational women. So they were able to hear, you know, what, how did I, um, you know, learn how to love men by being with, you know, not having a relationship with my father. How did I learn how to uh, respect other women with my relationship with my mother? So to answer your question, I mean, some of the testimonials I've gotten is that people have chosen healthier partners. <laughs> yeah. Because to, because, because to me, self-love is the foundation of everything. 
right? Like it, it, it governs how you do everything, relationships and finances and how you, you know, where you're going to, where you're going to school and how are you, where you're going to live and what you're going to do because you want to be in alignment with yourself. You want to be in integrity with yourself. And so, um, that's just this one example, but in terms of, you know, phenomenal you and this young women experience, because again, I've, I've worked with different age ranges and different target markets. Um, you know, I've had young women tell me that, you know, going to college created a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And as you understand, um, anxiety create leads to depression and all these other kind of issues. And so by having a blueprint or having a framework, um, an 8S framework, young women are able to create healthier patterns within their college experience. So one of the things I talk about in the self-respect S is self-love day. So I say, you know, um, for self-love, so self-love day. Now I talk about self-love day being the 13th of every month, but if it's not able to be that day, because of course, you know, uh, tests and things of that sort, creating a day where you stop everything and you give back to yourself um, and really anchoring in that and committing to that. And that simple practice of just stopping and committing to yourself for that one day a month. Now you could do it once a week, whatever time allows, really create space for healthier engagement. Studies, friends, everything. It just creates space. So you're just not like, you know, reacting to everything. You now say, you know, I'm going to approach the situation with a lot more balance and peace. So that's some of the testimonials. Oh my God, Lacey, you are speaking my language. Uh, I've adopted self-care Sundays. So it's yeah. Sunday here. Yeah. So today is self-care Sunday. So, awesome. and that can be whatever I want it to be. So right. um, I, I completely love that idea of, um, you know, self-love day um, and putting it in the calendar, blocking it out and making it your time. I see so many women who are so burnt out and they don't care about themselves. They're not even connected to themselves. And... Oh, and they just don't know what to do with themselves. So it's just, I, I love what you're doing and I really, really um, resonate with that. So thank you for, for helping women in, in that respect. It's just amazing. Thank you for that compliment. I appreciate that. Thank you. Now tell me about the eight S's. What are they? Mm, so the eight S's of Phenomenally You. And let me let me just give you a little bit of backdrop and I'll give you the eight S's. Um, and so it was three S's first. <laughs> so we did a summit and it was called Phenomenal You. Uh, three, three, uh, three candid conversations for mothers and daughters in the reality TV era. Mm. And so that con- and see, my whole thing is my whole background was like media. So it's like always a media focus. So reality TV was huge. Then the what is it? The housewives of this and the la 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 la. And so um, I wanted to create a, a conversation with the community about, well, how are we defining these three S, the first three? The first three was sex, self-respect and success. Mm. So what does that mean today? That was the conversation that I wanted to have with mothers and daughters. And these were like teen daughters, young women, you know what I mean, who obviously were consuming this content. And so those are the first three S's. And those first three S's really created a dialogue that, you know, made us, again, self-reflect on why we're consuming this self, um, this, uh, what do you call it, this um, this content via, via media. And now the question becomes, um, how how are we processing it and how are we redefining our culture based on what we're consuming and seeing all these women fight, nitpick, tear mm-hmm. each other down, you know, in these fabulous ball gowns, but ripping each other's hair out and back by, I mean, it was just, you know what I mean? So anyway, so those are the first three S's. So that's how the, the, the phenomenally you three S came up. So the other S's are 
So we got sex. This is not in order, but I'm just giving you the first three and then I'm going to tell you the rest. So we got sex, self-respect, success, social media. Um, we have uh, smarts. We have uh, service. We have sisterhood. So sisterhood is a powerful one because I really want to edify that the, the culture that was being, again, re, I don't even say recreated, but reinforced because it's always like, you know, women against each other, right? Mm. How do we edify sisterhood in this now climate of, you know, competition and turning each other down and saying that, you know, um, I'm better than you and, you know, all the stuff that kind of tears us down as as women. So um, the sisterhood S I love so much. I mean, I love all of the S's um, because uh, it just talks about really making that a focus as you move about your college experience or life. Like, how can I start to bond with other women to help me as opposed to, you know, oh, she's not as yeah and when you think about it you know reality tv and social media have so much to answer for um but Absolutely. but women Absolutely. particularly aren't taught on what they do with that you know like it can redefine their culture and how they fit in with others um or, or how they feel about themselves so it can completely impact their self-esteem like social media alone my gosh let's <laughs> let's not even talk about that that's a whole other podcast but you know 100%. you know and and to your point as well um when women are competing against each other, you know, when we've got that comparisonitis going on or we're fighting against each other, like we're putting on this front, but then we're fighting against each other. Oh my gosh. I have seen the incredible things women can do when they actually work together and collaborate. Women are the greatest collaborators and innovators on the earth. When uh, we, when we join together, we can change the world. A hundred percent. I mean, we came in changing the world like that. You know what I mean? Like, and I think it's so many things you said that I wanted to make a point to. <laughs> Let me back up and I'm come up to that. <laughs> One of the things I wanted to say is that you know they had a recent study with um, Facebook and Instagram. You know, it was like they got grilled um, about how social media impacts young people. You know what I mean? And how it affects their self image and their self esteem and their self worth. And they were really trying to put them on the, on the hook. Mm. for the re- the reactions that young people have been um, getting and, and being about as they consume and be a part of social media. So it's scientifically proven to have made an impact on our young people and how they think about themselves and their self-esteem 100%. So I want to say that for sure. Um, the other thing I want to say that you, you mentioned was, um, you know, the, the, the idea of womanhood. So I don't know if you know that um, the concept of belly dancing so everybody thinks that belly dance is a sexual thing, you know, it's very sensual and all the above. But belly dancing was a dance for a collective of women. And it was a dance for a collective of women because it was all about creating sisterhood and community around child rearing. You know what I mean? So it was turned into this, you know, sexualized, you know, sensualized thing, even though it is sensual and beautiful. But my point is the collective of women coming together, you know, and being in community and in sisterhood definitely is what's impactful to our planet. Um, it, it, it affects our children and how we raise the children. It affects how we raise, you know, we communicate with each other and our relationships and our jobs. So I just, I just think that the, what do you call it? The, the edification of learning how to, 
uplift our greatness as women really benefits the world. It mm. just benefits the world. Mm. In ourselves. <laughs> yeah. And and women can have, you know, not just an impact on the economy and, and, and growth. And like when, when women group together, they can actually make a whole economy grow um, just by collaborating, like in communities and, and they pay that forward. They generally don't create systems um, for, for damage or for bad. It's always for good and growth because we're, we, are the, we are the mothers of earth. So, you know, we tend to nurture things more than kill them. <laughs> These are facts that we know. <laughs> so, so, so edifying and pouring into us, pouring into women, helping women to learn their value and their wholeness and to not feel small and to compliment other women. And I mean compliment in terms of presence, in terms of how can I be of assistance? How can I help? How can you help me? How can we edify what we're doing together? Like all of that kind of stuff is what the phenomenally you system is about, empowerment system is about, because it really helps young women walk in the world into their adulthood with a framework of empowerment and a framework of, you know, this is how I want to govern my life with integrity. Mm. You know, this is how I want to govern my life with empowerment. And I don't want to be the person who all I focus on is the career or all I focus on is, you know, the accolades. But inside, I'm crumbling. Inside, I'm, I'm broken. Inside, I don't know how to be the best that I can be. It's this is the whole picture of a woman, not just pieces that we're taught from a masculine based society that says, hey, you know, get all these degrees or hey, get all these accolades and these, this thing to say that you're great. But you can know that you're phenomenal and great within yourself. And then knowing that you're phenomenal and great within yourself, then you're able to impact the world, I think, in a healthier way. Ethical change. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, we are like doing virtual high fives here across the world right now. Um, and for those who, who don't know, Lacey is, is based in Boston, is that right? No, 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 no. No, no I'm thinking um, of somebody else. No, I was in, I was my, my, my start was in Philly, but I'm global now. You're global. Right now I'm in, right now I'm in Mexico. Mexico. Oh, I've never spoken to someone in Mexico yet. <laughs> South of the border, huh? <laughs> now, um, you know, I really want to make sure that we spread this as far and wide as we can, Lacey, because the impact that this can have is incredible. And um, so, I, I re- you know, if anyone listening to this now, um, if it resonates with you, please go and share it with a friend, particularly a woman that you know, uh, wherever you are around the world, if you're listening, please share this. Now, got an important question for you, Lacey. Yeah, that's an important question. <laughs> if you were to define what being ethical means to you, what would it be? Hmm, love that question. So ethical means it's, 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 in, the, it's in the same frequency of integrity to me, like the same, like cousins in a sense, mm. like the same frequency. Um, doing the right thing doing the moral thing, doing the productive thing when no one is watching. Mm. Um, and really like owning that. It's, it's not 
it's it's because it's not because you can it looks good when your people are, are watching you and oh yeah this is what I think you should you know I should say this is you know this is the the popular thing you know what I mean but to me being ethical is like and see right and wrong is relative in certain places but what I'm trying to I'm trying to refine it in a sense that it's really about owning the best I think for humanity or your your community in a way that is complementary mm. to others. And, and the key word I want to keep focusing on is owning that because it may sound good, but do you really believe it? Mm. That's, I think that's what being ethical is about. Yeah, I couldn't agree and more. And, and, and I'm going to say the other piece is um, it's the cousin of integrity um, because it's like, you know, what do you do when no one's watching? Um, and I think, and, you know, being in alignment with that. So it's like all connected. And so the, 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 the success, the success S in Phenomenally You discusses that. Like, you know, what is integrity to you as a young person? Like, will you start thinking about that? Like, what does that mean? Because, you know, you get as women, as people trying to chase success, we get in these situations that are unethical because we want to be successful. And you know, I, as, a, as an adult woman, <laughs> I know you know many stories like this. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, I, I hope that young people can begin to think about the boundaries they will begin to create to be as ethical as possible, um, to be as in integrity with themselves as possible, and not just chase that carrot that says, you know, when you get this, you'll be valuable. Like you're already valuable and now you can create the valuable world you want to live. I reckon you should do a TED talk on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> no, like, and I couldn't agree more. You know, particularly with young people, um, I tend to think they're a little bit more conscious um, than probably my generation was, to be honest with you. Um, and they care a bit more about the planet. They care a bit more about others in general. Um, but, you know, it's when the ego gets in the way that's when we start to let go of ethics. That's my experience and, yeah, just like you've you've demonstrated there, when you're going for that carrot, you tend to push all the things that matter to you aside for that carrot. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think – but I think the carrot has been so propped up Mm. as the thing. Mm. It's like this is the thing and no matter what it takes, get the carrot. And it's like when you're really looking at the whole of yourself and the whole of your life, it's like, is the carrot really what what you want? Mm. Is the carrot really the thing? You know what I mean? Is that going to have you have you healthy and whole and happy? Is that going to help you with the life you really want? Not what they say. Again, defining success on the S's. Not what they say success is, but what is success to you? Exactly. Yeah. And you'd probably no doubt see that in a lot of young women is that what they're saying is not exactly what they're feeling. Like they're they're just being driven by what they're conditioned by and what their peers are saying, what their family's saying, what society's saying, instead of deep down in their heart, what is it they truly want? you want to say and most of the time they don't get asked that they don't get asked what do you truly want Mm. and half the time they don't know the answer right because of everything you just said yeah yeah so 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 little tools like 
the self-love day, the self-care Sunday you talked about, are the tools that begin to start creating space for that conversation with self. Because if you're always running around and if you're always doing, 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 doing and chasing that carrot and trying to be miss it and miss this and you know what I mean, all the above, um, and you're just doing, not being, but doing, you're in that vibration, um, you know, you get the same results. So those little, that tool of just taking the breath, just taking the space to just silence everything and focus on self. I'm going to spend time with myself today. You know what I mean? Mm. Really create the space for defining that question for self. Mm. Now, I see if there's a young woman listening who really doesn't know where to start when it comes to taking care of herself and believing in herself and letting go of all the traps of society, what advice would you give to her? Mm, Great, 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 great question. Love that question. Slow down. Slow down. And create space for yourself. Because as a woman... With all the demands, now let's say you end up, you know, marrying with children and you have a career and you, you know, I mean, there's so many things that get piled on to women um, as they grow into adulthood. And so I would say as a young woman, slow down and be intentional about the life you want to create, because so many of us have not slow, slowed down. Slow, you slowed would. Down. You would. <laughs> <laughs> slowed down enough to ask that question. And we haven't slowed down enough to say, no, I'm going to choose differently. I'm not just going to be a, um, a character in my life and I'm not writing the script. Mm, I love that. And it's a thing I often say to women uh, that I coach um, is, you know, this is your story. You write it, turn the page. It's a clean new day. You know, you you are in control of the chapter. Just turn the page and write a new story. And 100%. we are the stories that we tell ourselves. Yes. Which 100%. is the other part of it. <laughs> yes. And I think, again, slowing down, you can start to hear what stories you're telling yourself. Mm. Because if you're just ripping and running and you're just doing and doing and this is that, you don't even know what's going on. So it's like, oh, stop and slow down. I mean, I, I can't emphasize, you know, I speak fast. <laughs> 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 but, but I slow down. I know how to slow down. I can't emphasize the power of slowing down enough. Mm. Because it just is an opportunity to create space with all the mayhem that's going on on your phone and life and talking, it's just stop, just stop and allow space to be created. And definitely as a young woman, I would say, put the phone, that's part of self-love day is turn the phone off Mm. because that's a major, 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 major influence, influencing the mind and the thinking and all the above. So that slowing down is stopping with the phone and putting that down as well. Absolutely. And, and, you know, even for myself, I've, you know, worked in digital for 20 years and, you know, been part of that foundation piece in social media. And even for me now, just to look at something like Facebook, um, I, there's an energy of hustle underneath it that sometimes I just get the fun. I'm like, you need to get away from me right now because it just makes me get a bit steady. So, um, 
just putting the phone down, stepping away from social media, stepping away from the notifications and all of the busyness and the noise, um, you can actually breathe again. Um, yeah. You know, and that, there's studies been done around, you know, just taking two minutes. Two minutes is all it takes of mindfulness, of stopping and breathing and focusing on yourself can reduce your heart rate, can increase your oxygen levels and just generally make you feel like a more human person. (laughs) Um, Just letting go of all of this tech and media that surrounds you and pulls you down. Yeah, man, because it's just so, it's just so, it's so uh, influential Mm. and it's heavy. You don't realize how heavy it is until you release it for a while. Mm. So what you just said was very powerful because it's like, man, like just, just those two minutes can help you. It can be the decision between wanting to hurt somebody and like not, Mm. you know, and going to jail and like not, or you know what I mean? The decision to like, you know, driving down in the car and like, you know, wanting to crash into the back of something, you know what I mean? And like not, I mean, just, just, People are in jail right now. People are hurt, harmed right now because they didn't take the time to just stop. Mm. So, so what you're talking about not only saves your sanity but saves lives. Yep. Um, because you 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 you're now getting back in the power position. And you're not allowing that outside force to then dictate your emotions, and that's the biggest piece. All of this stuff that's happening in social media and in tech, like you said, and all the above, is really dictating, you know, how you should respond emotionally. Oh, I should be mad about this. I should be upset about that. Oh, yeah. It's just every, and every day, yep. every single day, yep. there's something to be mad at. You know what I mean? Like, this is crazy. You're just out of control. And so those two minutes, like you said, powerful, take a grip, get a grip of yourself. I mean, there's a psychology underneath all this. There's an, it's pretty, pretty much become an age of outrage, you know. We've all got to be pissed off about something. Um, but you know what? We have a choice. We have a choice in how we react. <laughs> Praise Jesus. <laughs> um, I think we just need to stop and realise we have a choice. We're, we're not just going through the motions of our lives. We need to live them. Decide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make a decision. Who are you going to be? You have the power to make that decision and you have a choice. That's 100% correct. And I think that's that's what empowerment means to me. That's what phenomenality is to me. Like that's everything you just said is like, I don't have to just be at the beck and whim of, you know, what everybody else is doing. I can decide. I can create space for myself. I can create my own reality. I can value myself. I can create my own phenomenality. And so, mm. yeah. And you can have your own opinions too that don't have to necessarily be someone else's. <laughs> right. You can stay in your own truth, yeah. your own integrity. <laughs> exactly. Now, Lacey, if people want to find out more about you, where can they go? Um, so if you want to um, have the Phenomenally You AS Empowerment System in your life, you can go to phenomenallyyou.com. I'm sorry, phenomenally-you.com. And you is the letter you as in university. So phenomenally dash you.com. I'm also on Instagram. Um, more and more, I'm working on getting on Instagram more and more. So I would say you can go to my Instagram and um, connect with me there. Um, and that's Lacey C. Clark, L-A-C-E-Y-C-C-L-A-R-K. Did they let you have the exclamation on Insta? They don't. Oh. No, don't. Facebook doesn't let me have it. Like only letters. I'm like, 
It's part of my name. It's part of your trademark, trademark man. What the hell? <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, I'm on uh, Instagram in that way. Social, um, uh, Lacey, Lacey C. Clark. No explanation for me. Now, Lacey, I like I the energy I've got with you at the moment is just absolutely beaming, and I have loved every single second being with you today. Um, but before I let you go, um, can you tell us uh, what's the change you'd like to see in the world, and how can we bring it to life? I would like to see more people embracing self love, mm. um, and. I think, and I, because it, it addresses everything that we said, the anxiety, the depression, it addresses the the um, violence, in my opinion, and it addresses the the chaos, the unethical experiences. It addresses so many things, and so I would like to see more people practice self love. And so, and so, how can we bring it about in the world? Um, I think, <clears throat> I, like we said, we talked about those first two minutes. Um, just to be able to create space for yourself in a world of chaos, just create space for yourself. Um, but definitely, if you're looking to go deeper and support specifically young women, um, I would definitely say, you know, Phenomenal You or um, any other avenues that will help people to self-reflect. That's the biggest thing. And to take time to self-reflect and to think about, you know, why do I do this or um, do I do I really want to do this? Or I think that's what COVID asks for a lot of people. Mm. Do I really want to do this? Is this really with integrity within myself? Am I the most happiest? Am um, I happiest here? Does this bring about joy? And so all of that to me is in the family and the energy of self-love because it just helps people to feel whole and beautiful and a lot more peaceful. And that changes the world in my opinion. Mm. And I guess that's, you know, the whole mission of this is it starts with us. Um, You know, if we want to be the change, it starts with us. And um, the other thing that's really sort of floated up for me through our entire discussion has been, you know, um, healed humans, heal humans. Just as hurt humans hurt humans. 100%. Yeah. So I think when, when we help ourselves, we help everyone else. Agreed. Mm. Agree, and, and and you have, and and not only that, so it's not even like a conscious thing. It's um, um, energetic. It's mm. uh, um, frequency. It's you, you know what I mean. It's it's vibrationally. You change the space that you come into because you're not acquiescing to the chaos and confusion. Mm. You're basically saying, "I'm creating a standard here, and this standard and this vibration." It's helping others so 120,000 <laughs> percent. Oh, Lacey, you are an absolute joy. Thank you so much for being a part of the ethical evolution. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it being here. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Ethical Evolution Podcast. If you're ready to be the change and would love to work with me on finding your voice through spiritual coaching or creating your own podcast with impact visit ethicalchangeagency.com. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, The Spanish Remixes, out now on Electric House Records. 
And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonise your mind, body and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Electric Acid.